Well, uh, here's a midday update for you from for Senator Loomis's crypto bill. You know, I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing uh, the Washington Post congratulate Senator Loomis. I'm also seeing Fox Business congratulate Senator Loomis, allowing her to promote this bill. And then I'm also seeing a story that the head of the CFTC loves this bill as well. And of course they love it because, you know, they're going to grant more power to the CFTC through this bill. Never even heard of this guy, the head of the CFTC before, but his name is, let's see, Roasten Binham. Yeah, so, you know, obviously Senator Loomis and Senator Gillibrand um, plan this out. They went full court press. They've got all the press lined up to promote this bill. Um, I want to know if they're actually giving any hardball because what this bill allows is every crypto person to never have to pay taxes ever again. <laughs> so, um, so I really wonder if if Gillibrand is going to get any heat right from the Democratic Party, and I would I would venture that Loomis is going to get some heat too. If these important questions are asked of Loomis, hey, why do you think crypto bros, Bitcoin bros, should never have to pay taxes ever again, right on crypto? Uh. Republicans would be upset about this, too, because normal people have to pay taxes on their income, on ordinary income that they earn, right? Their salary. Normal people have to pay capital gains taxes on their stock appreciation, right? When they go, when they buy a stock and then they sell it, if they've profited, they owe a capital gains tax, right? So the crypto industry is trying to get around having to pay any taxes whatsoever through this section 208, which I've talked about previously, which will um, defer any kind of uh, income um, reporting for any kind of staked coin reward or any kind of proof of work mined coin reward. So this basically includes all tokens because either you have a proof of work token or you have a staked token reward. So the question is, how are these new tokens generated? What is the mechanism behind them, either proof of work mining or proof of stake staking? Uh, Of course, there's forks, there's airdrops, but all of this stuff is basically creating a new token out of thin air and then distributing it to people. And whenever you... um, earn something that's created out of thin air, right? That you just, you just earn. This is a, considered an earning and you need to um, calculate the cost basis, calculate basically what is the dollar equivalent value of the ETH that you've mined, right? That you've been rewarded. What is the dollar uh, equivalent value of the Bitcoin that you've now been rewarded, right? So if you're a Bitcoin miner and you get a reward of Bitcoin, you need to f- calculate hey, what's the price of Bitcoin right now? How much did I just get, right? And then report that on your your income. Well, Senator Loomis wants to do away with that. She wants to say, no, 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 no. The Bitcoin miners don't need to be taxed when they earn these Bitcoin 
new issuance rewards, they should be taxed only when and if uh, they ever sell the Bitcoin, right? So they, so she wants you to still keep track of like the dollar equivalent value that, that you got it at because you have to do this to report any kind of profit in the future, right? So um, <laughs> she just doesn't want you to have to pay income taxes on this, right? But wait, but wait, it's even better. So not only do you have to not pay income taxes on any kind of new token that you just get through either proof of stake or, or Bitcoin mining, but you also don't have to pay capital gains tax. So if you hodl this Bitcoin that you've got, right, you can hodl it. And if you eventually sell it, as long as you structure your trades right under $200 or buy some coffee or whatever, or pretend like you're buying coffee, Senator Loomis thinks that you shouldn't have to pay any capital gains tax. And this is the farce of the Bitcoin community. They want to pretend like Bitcoin's money. And actually, they want to pretend like all of these cryptos are money or, or could be a currency. Because this bill says that it's not just Bitcoin that gets this $200 exemption. It's every single virtual currency out there. So virtually, this means you can become a crypto person um, participate in mining, participate in staking, get new issuance of new tokens um, through these mechanisms, right? And then not have to pay any any uh, income taxes on this. Um, and then uh, and and then as a sweetener, right? Miss Miss uh, Mrs. Loomis um, and Miss Gillibrand, Mrs. Gillibrand added the sweetener of even when you go to sell it eventually. Um, you don't have to pay capital gains tax on any of your gains as long as you structure your transactions such that um, it's under $200. And there's no limit on what you can buy with these things. You can, eat them. you can buy coffee. You can buy anything under $200. And you can even buy other cryptos. So um, this, is, um, this is the senator's legacy. Uh, she is... The worst senator out there, in my opinion, right now. I mean, and I, I'm a libertarian, so I, I don't like any of these senators. But she is especially terrible, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, she's either, you know, these people are either idiots, right? They're either idiots, they've been conned themselves, uh, or they know what's going on, they've been bribed, and they don't care. So she is one of those three. There, there's no other possible scenario which you can put Miss Miss Loomis into, right? So the senator, she's either really stupid, she's either been bribed, she has family that is in the crypto industry, so she has an incentive, right? She she's self interested, so she wants to get a job at Coinbase when she leaves the Senate. Um, she's so she's either dumb, she's been conned herself into actually believing this stuff that like other crypto people are telling her, like the crypto lobby industry, or she's self interested. So she's either self interested. She's dumb. She's been conned. But my opinion is she's not that stupid. Um, she's she's probably got some kind of self-interest problem conflict going on. She's been bribed. And she's also um, basically working to help herself and her, her industry. Right. So she's she doesn't care. Everyone else be damned. Everyone else should have to pay taxes on stocks and stuff. She's going to give a little loophole for her particular uh, industry that she supports. And everything else be damned. She's going to twist the law around. She's going to give an exception to the crypto industry 
because that's what she wants to do. She's a politician. Most politicians are not principled. Yes, most politicians act in ways that just benefit themselves at the expense of everyone else. Um, these are the type of people that we don't want in office. This is not the type of person that the crypto industry, and especially these Bitcoin bros, should not be celebrating. They should be embarrassed by Senator Loomis. They should be extremely embarrassed by her. And the fact that they're not shows that this Bitcoin movement was never about freedom. It never was an anti-government movement, right? It's about getting the power of government and using that, wielding it for themselves, getting special privileges passed in Congress that just benefits them, right? I've seen this over and over again, over and over again. And it's sickening. It's disgusting. All of these Bitcoin people that are supporting this, this, this law, right? And they've basically paid off all of these promotional Fox News business, Fox Business, um, Washington Post, right? This is Jeff Bezos's company, this hardcore lefty. I'm surprised that they're giving Senator Loomis here um, and also Gillibrand, Senator Gillibrand, who's a Democrat senator, who's also signed on to this bill. I'm surprised that they're giving them a platform. I know, like, so I know that they've bought and paid the CFTC off. They've already bought and paid them off. That's why they're giving more power to the CFTC, right? They don't want to be controlled by the SDC. They don't want these things to be recognized as securities. This is a whole nother section of this bill. This bill is absolutely disgusting. I'm only talking about right now the tax implications, but there's also, you know, reg regulatory implications of this bill. And I haven't even read all of the disgusting sections of this bill that just just give the crypto industry what it wants to be able to get them a special privilege and pass to be able to get get um, basically um, have all these privileges. Right like tax privileges. This isn't going to go over well with the public. Your industry is going to be ruthlessly hated and politically um, at war with the entire country. This isn't, you know, these Bitcoin bros and these crypto people really think, hey, if we show the public, if we show the citizens of America that they can reduce their tax rate by just joining crypto and, um, staking coins and getting rewarded new coins and launching their own cryptocurrency and they never have to pay taxes on this shit that they're trading. Oh, they can be rich like me. Um, they should just join the crypto industry. They need to quit their jobs so that they don't have to pay taxes, right? If you just are a Bitcoin or hodler uh, in this space, you don't have to ever pay uh, income tax. This is what this bill is saying. Um, go to hell, right? This is the reaction from the public. Go to hell. Right now, we have severe, severe government spending. This can only be, um, um, this government can only expend, right, if they tax or if they inflate. Inflation is another tax. It's dishonest, right? It's the poor, the, the hardest. Um, but either way, it's a tax on the public, right? Bitcoiners are saying, we don't want to have to pay uh, any for any government services, right? And I understand not liking the tax law. Who does, right? But what instead is happening here is these these bullshitters, these Bitcoin bros, you know, they're saying, I don't I don't care about you. I don't care about anybody else in this country. I'm just going to use my political power and my money that I've already won right by 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 wealth transfer, 
Bitcoin isn't capitalism. No one in Bitcoin who's gotten rich deserves their wealth. I've said this before. Bitcoin isn't capitalism. But they're, they've used these ill-gotten gains through fraud, in my opinion, and just getting lucky. They've used this, these, this, this money to buy off politicians like Senator Loomis and Senator Gillibrand to just advantage themselves. Screw the rest of the country. Screw everyone else. They need to pay their taxes on stocks, um, on capital gains on stocks. They need to pay their their ordinary income taxes on their salary instead of going up against this and saying we need to reduce taxes. We need to reduce government spending. No, they could they throw everyone else under the bus and instead they lobby right for for themselves and to protect their own little industry uh, from taxation. So these people are pawn scum. I've said this before. Senator Loomis is also pawn scum. You know, she really deserves, um, you know, she probably is religious. So let's 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 hope that she gets what she deserves in the afterlife here. Uh, And I'm not religious without um, actually meaning it. (laughs) But literally, like, why does this woman think that she can just pass these laws that advantage crypto? Like, who told her this would pass? that the crypto industry doesn't have to pay any taxes ever again, and that this would fly with the rest of the country. You know, I'm not a Democrat, I'm a libertarian, but the Democrats really hate really rich people who don't pay their fair share, right? So so they're trying to pretend like this bill's bipartisan, but what they're not telling you is that Senator Gillibrand, this Democrat from New York, basically got paid off, right, to pass this bill or to put her name on this bill. So it looks like the Democrats are on board. I can tell you that maybe they can buy off these elite Democrat politicians, but they're not going to be able to buy off the regular Democrat people who will see this as a betrayal of the Democrat Party, of their constituents, of letting these crypto bros who are already wealthy become even more wealthy, continue their fraud, continue not paying taxes like legally, because if this bill passes, they can get away with not having to pay their crypto tax bills legally. Um, I can guarantee you you're going to have massive, massive backlash against the entire crypto industry. And it's just a matter of time until the public opens their eyes, realizes this. And right now, the crypto industry is able to buy off all of these, you know, mainstream media outlets. But eventually, it's going to come out, right? It's eventually, it's word's going to get out that the crypto people aren't paying taxes. They're not paying their fair share, right? And I don't really like this phrase. Of course, I'm not a Democrat. But I will use it against these crypto people because I think it's very unfair to just advocate that you you don't have to pay special taxes just because you own crypto. So this deeply, deeply upsets me and bothers me. I blame the politicians. I blame these senators. I also blame all the people that, that have worked for them, the writers of these bills, the entire crypto industry that these people apparently consulted with to come up with this massive bill. Right. There's been numerous. um versions of this bill uh released right and leaked right and and now it's just coming out i really don't think it's going to pass i don't think that they have a hope or prayer of passing it in this condition where you know basically they can get away with never having to pay taxes ever again um but i you know what are the chances of it passing i mean if if no if this doesn't come to light right if people don't talk about this if it's not debated if it's just sort of swept under the rug and they just focus on other areas of the bill that aren't as dramatic, um, then perhaps maybe it could squeak by. And maybe they, maybe the crypto people have enough money to buy off everybody they need to in Congress to get this thing passed. So I've been surprised at how effective the crypto lobby industry is. I've been surprised 
at how big it is. I've been talking about it for over a year. I've been talking about how the crypto industry has gone down the toilet. Uh, it doesn't stand for, well, the Bitcoin industry at least doesn't stand for anything that the old Bitcoin industry used to stand for, right? They were anti-government. They were more libertarian. Now they're just trying to seize government power and use this to advantage themselves. They're not for freedom, right? They're not, they freedom be damned, right? All they want to do, they're playing short-term games. They're playing very short-term games, right? They're going, to, in my opinion, Bitcoin is going to be killed on its own because it's it's mainly a bubble activity. It's a non-productive activity that only exists to the extent that the Federal Reserve is keeping interest rates low and we have cheap money. On top of that, there's massive, massive fraud that also keeps it going. Um, eventually, there'll be enough people that lose enough money. Sentiment will turn. Mood will shift. And all of these crypto people, the prominent ones at least, are going to be sued, fined, and hopefully imprisoned. <laughs> That's really what I think about this industry. I mean, these people... I used to consider some of these people friends. I'm a libertarian myself, right? And I have grown to hate the crypto industry. I have grown to hate the Bitcoin people, right? The Bitcoin people that are promoting, seizing government power, trying to pass legal tender laws, trying to convert all these other countries into, you know, basically um, legal tender, trying to, trying to, Force adoption now, like or adoption isn't growing fast enough for these Bitcoin people that now they need to use the state. Now they need to grow adoption through government force, right? And this is supposedly not the way yeah, the, the Bitcoin movement started. It started off saying this should be completely voluntary. And if, it's, if, it, if it turns out that what we think is true, Bitcoin sound money, yada, 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 it will grow organically. Well, that's just not happening for them or it's just not happening fast enough. Now they're running to the state and trying to uh, force it. Right. We have um, cities of we have the city of Fort Worth in Texas mining Bitcoin. What is this like? They're using taxpayer funded electricity. Yes, the miners were were um, initially donated. But who is paying the bills to run these things? Right. Um, the city. So that's the taxpayer. Uh, and they're going to be hodling this Bitcoin, so they're not going to even be able to recoup any kind of "quote unquote" profit that these miners are making. Uh, so they, they, these, this huge crypto Bitcoin lobby, whatever you want to call it, is absolutely disgusting. It's, it's everything that you would think Bitcoin would never become. But what have they become? They're forcing taxpayers to support their precious Bitcoin, right? They're using renewable energy, which has tax breaks to support their industry and subsidize the proof of work mining of Bitcoin. No Bitcoiner I've seen has called this specific thing out. No, no one, not even the Marty Bents of the world who don't believe in the green energy movement, right? And try to, they try to call it out. Although Marty Bent, right, himself, he will not go debate his buddy, Nick Carter, because he said specifically, oh, we're friends. Like even, so Nick Carter, you know, Will, he's kind of a weasel of a guy. He, he kind of goes back and forth and he says, well, uh, Bitcoin doesn't support the greening of the grid. But then he says Bitcoin supports the, the renewables on the grid. So, you know, he tries to have it both ways. And he's been in favor of the ESG movement. He sits on the Bitcoin Mining Council, North American Mining Council, which is um, talking about, you know, the greening of Bitcoin. <laughs> um, and he's very supportive of the reason why Bitcoin should exist and partner with grids like Aircot in Texas is because they can help provide 
you know, demand response um, for the for the grid and help stabilize the grid. Well, what he's not saying is that the structure of the grid is wrong. Maybe the grid shouldn't be trying to go all renewable. Maybe that maybe we should talk about that. But no, Bitcoin can help solve the problems that the greening of the grid movement uh, introduces. And so there Bitcoin, therefore Bitcoin has a purpose now. So Bitcoin should be treated as something good now for the grid. So and and Marty Bent, um, you know, uh, so the problem with the Bitcoiners I see, there's no internal fighting. Where is the debate between these Bitcoiners? There's some people like Saifedean, some people like Marty Bent, and some people like that Stefan Levera guy, right, podcast host, that will say, we don't like this green movement. We don't like ESG. ESG is a scam. Why aren't they debating internally the Michael Saylors of the world? Why aren't they debating with Nick Carter? Why aren't they debating uh, with the the uh, Riot blockchain, right, who has this who has a bunch of miners um, hooked up to the ERCOD grid and partnering with the ERCOD grid to provide demand response. Where are they? Why aren't they coming out and debating these people? Um, I think it's because they think, well, at the end of the day, if we start doing this, it's going to hurt Bitcoin. So um, they just don't do it. You know, a bunch of pansies. Like, so either stand by your beliefs, Marty Bent, or, or don't talk about it at all. Because if he says ESG is a fraud, but he's yet not willing to debate his best buddy, Nick Carter, then it's a bunch of bullshit. He's just a talking piece uh, and he doesn't really care about his fundamental beliefs, right? He just cares about Bitcoin, which is at the end of the day, the Bitcoin principles uh, are no longer like they don't stand for freedom anymore. And I talked about the Oslo Frito Freedom Conference uh, that just went on a month ago where a bunch of these Bitcoin bros went to Oslo and started talking to these politicians in Nor- in Norway, uh, uh, I guess about Bitcoin. I don't know what they talked about. But yet, at the same time, guess what? There was this article in Zero Hedge about this, this um, person in Norway, a native person, who ha- faces up to three years in prison uh, because she, she apparently, um, um, they're charging her, or with a hate crime. And what she said was that a man uh, can never really be a woman, right? Can never really give birth. So therefore a man can't really be considered a woman. So just a statement, just an observation, just an opinion. And they're calling this hate speech. So did any of the Bitcoiners know about this? Uh, Are they aware that there's no freedom of speech in Oslo in the, in the country that they decide to hold their precious little, uh, Oslo Freedom Conference in, right? And so they're talking to other countries, they're talking to all these African countries uh, about how they need to get more freedom, right? Uh, but yet, look in the mirror. Like, you can't even talk about basic things, basic, basic observations. You don't even have freedom of speech in Oslo, Norway. You don't even have freedom of speech in the very country that you're supposedly holding this Bitcoin, uh, basically, it says it's an Oslo Freedom Conference, and I don't know if it's it's all about Bitcoin. I think the Bitcoiners sort of co-opted or took it over, or you know maybe it's run by the Human Rights Foundation, which is basically just a promotional Bitcoin group, you know that that tries to marry the two two things together, where they care about human rights right across the world, and they think Bitcoin's the best tool to do so. That's fine, but maybe you should look at at the country at which you're having this conference in the first place. You know, 
does does Alex Gladstein think that um, having freedom of speech is um, is necessary? Why wasn't he uh, talking to these politicians and in Norway, right? He had the chance. I'm sure he was just talking about Bitcoin. But did freedom of speech ever come up, you know, for Alex Gladstein? Does he care about freedom of speech in the West, right? I guess not, because he's just caring about all these other uh, countries around the world, these these countries that have, you know, probably less freedom than Oslo. But I mean, I would I would say that having freedom of speech is fundamental, right? And you, you can't claim to be sort of the um, the model, right, the standard <laughs> for for freedom when you don't even have freedom of speech in the very country that you're supposedly hosting this uh, Oslo Freedom Conference. So just this hypocrisy from the Bitcoiners, all they care about is promoting Bitcoin. They clearly don't care about freedom. They're just using it as like a moral a moral crutch, right, a, a way to spread Bitcoin. But they don't really care about real freedom, right? They don't care at all, in my opinion. Their principles be damned. Every every time you look at a Bitcoiner, they're trying to seize government power. They're trying to influence government. They're trying to make legal tender laws. They're trying to have states mine Bitcoin, put it on their balance sheet. Uh, Loomis wants the Federal Reserve to buy Bitcoin and put it on their balance sheet. Um, you know, even have Ted Cruz. You know, all all these Bitcoiners are really buddy buddy now with all these politicians, especially in Texas. They've gotten buddy buddy with the governor. Um, Abbott, they've gotten buddy buddy with Ted Cruz, and then all of these um, smaller, lesser known representatives that often, a lot of them even in West Texas, where they're setting up these, you know, uh, renewable uh, mining facilities. They're trying to expand renewable energy on on our grid, on the Texas grid, and it really, really sickens me. And I'm, you know, I don't have any Bitcoin right now, uh, but it still affects me. Why? Because I live in Texas and I have to I have to deal with the ERCOT grid. And what's going on with the ERCOT grid is it's greening itself. It's going renewable. That creates volatility of energy prices because it's unreliable sources of energy coming onto our to our grid. And we're beholden to now supply and supply is beholden to the weather. Right. Wind and solar um, don't always produce. You can never you can never uh, know when they're going to be available. Right. So uh, what they have to do now is they have to cut cut demand. And this is a really bad way to structure a grid. It's it's going to hurt everyone in Texas. So before we had renewables and this green push for air cotton, we had a reliable system where I never had to worry if the blackout was going to come. Right. I never had to worry if we were going to run out of power. But now, you know, I worry when it gets really hot or when it gets really cold that ERCOT's going to be able to uh, match supply and demand. And um, and so so the Bitcoiners want to be a solution. They want to say, well, well, we can help reduce demand by turning off. Okay, so you want to be paid by ERCOT to turn off. Um, but that doesn't mean that the supply is there. It just means there's less demand. That doesn't mean it's being generated because no Bitcoin miner is actually a generator of power, right? They're just a consumer like everybody else. They can turn off, that does lower demand and it does help a little bit, but it fundamentally tells nothing to you about the supply and whether it's going to be available. Um, but my problem with the Bitcoiners that, that like this idea that Bitcoin miners can be a solution, you know, demand, demand uh, response on the grid, is that they fundamentally are going along with this structure, this setup of the grid that says Texas residents should um, 
should be should should have to turn off whenever the supply is not there. We should have to be beholden to the weather. We um, so we no longer can say I just want to use power when I when I want to use it, and it better be there. It better, it better be reliable. It better be you know consistent price. No, 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 no. The Bitcoiners are all for this idea that we should be beholden to the weather. We should cut our demand, right? If supply is not there because these unreliables can't produce, we should have to adapt my, you know, my lifestyle to the wind. I should have to adapt my lifestyle to when the sun is shining or not, right? The Bitcoiners are saying are going along with this green movement energy goals of us being beholden to the weather, of us having a lower living standard because we can't have energy on demand anymore when we want it. We have to be beholden to, is it available? Can it be produced? What is the weather like this week? Are we going to run into problems here? And the Bitcoiners love this, of course, because they, they see themselves as being, um, you know, a solution, but they also benefit because they get paid to turn off. They also benefit themselves because they lower their cost basis of mining Bitcoin because they can lock in power contracts low. And then inevitably when the supply is, is reduced, they can then sell these power contracts to someone else, flip them, making a boat boatload of money in the process. So they can become little energy traders, you know, and just trade power. And it's a very profitable business for them. So they can mi- be mining Bitcoin uh, with with locked in low contract for power normally. And then when we have these spikes, which are inevitable uh, in price and, and volatility of energy production, they can then flip these contracts and make a lot of money. And then this supplements their, their Bitcoin mining business. It's also like another type of business line they can get into. They can get into power trading. Um, they can get paid by ERCOT to, to participate in demand response programs. Um, so it's a boon for the, for the Bitcoin miners. And they also love the fact that renewables are, are tax subsidized because this also helps their bottom line. If they can get power cheaper because the taxpayer is basically subsidizing it, uh, they, it's a win for them. So they're, they're incentivized. Um, and also, you know, as long as this ESG narrative, um, is dominant, right? They can basically pretend like they're, they're green, green friendly and, um, and they can maybe get into some ESG Wall Street, you know, funds. They can get approval from Larry Fink, right? Head of BlackRock, who's into ESG. They can basically, um, pretend like they're helping, uh, green everything and that they're part of the solution, right? There's even this argument from some environmentalist Bitcoiners out there. There's like a guy named Troy Cross, who's absolutely ridiculous. But he's one of these people. And he suggests that Bitcoin main goal is to help us transition to renewable energy. Right. There's people like this. And even Nick Carter, I've mentioned before, he's he's all for this. Right. Even though sometimes he pretends like he's not. But um, this industry, it's really so not only are the Bitcoin miners doing this with the, the Texas grid, they're they're also. Uh, well, to be able to do this, right, they have to get in good with ERCOT. They have to get in good with the politicians. They're, of course, that's why they're lobbying the Texas, uh, you know, officials. They're passing bills in Texas. They're buddying up to the governor, Ted Cruz, senators, ERCOT officials, you name it. They probably bribed them, right? And the reason why is because um, to, to the extent that they are able to participate in this uh, partnership with ERCOT, they need to please them. They, they need to lobby them, right? So because they need to actually set friendly 
uh, government energy policies that they can take advantage of. So now that they've now that they have an incentive to take advantage of these policies, they don't want to lose these policies. So that's why they're trying to set energy policy. That's why they're trying so hard to lobby ERCOT, to lobby all these government politicians to keep their advantage and to even accelerate and even pass more legislation that helps their industry uh, grow. So um, at a time that's, you know, they're really in a precarious state right now, too, because energy prices are high. People are already kind of perked up and aware a little bit of what's going on with ERCOT grid and already and un- un- very unhappy with them since the blackouts of, oh, you know, a year and a half ago. Uh, but people are very aware in Texas what's going on here. Now, they, they don't, most people don't know about the Bitcoin miners unless you're in the space. But they do know that ERCOT's mismanaging and they probably don't understand the renewable part of the grid either. Some, some, some people probably understand, the average Joes understand a little bit about the renewable push. And it's like it's a scam, right? The ESG scam that's been trotted out on mainstream uh, sources, news sources. So if they just go a little bit deeper, perhaps they'll see the Bitcoin miners involvement in this. I am not uh, confident that they will, but perhaps if a documentary is made trying to expose them and, you know, some, some left, some leftists, right, would love to blame the high energy prices and blackouts, especially on Bitcoin miners. And I will help them do so. Like I am, I am not a lefty, but I hate what I see from the Bitcoin community. I hate them partnering uh, with the green movement and I hate their energy policies that they're trying to, to set for this entire state. Uh, I don't like the lobbying of government officials. Um, and I think this is a net negative for, for the country. I, but, you know, I see Bitcoin as a non-productive asset, but I'd be willing to leave it alone if they would stop advocating for special treatment, if they would stop trying to set energy policy that's going in the wrong direction, in my opinion, which they're not going to do, right? Of course. They're already down this road. They're not going to stop. They need to be stopped politically, financially. Um, and if you can, you know, if the, if the AG of Texas uh, would listen, right, but he's probably not going to listen to me, but he could go after these Bitcoin miners because they're already breaking laws. They're breaking money transmitter laws. Uh, you know, in, in, in my mind, you know, I am not, I don't want to attack the oil industry, but if they're mining Bitcoin, I will. Like I will, I will send a letter to ExxonMobil saying, look, you are money laundering now because if you are using, if you are selling any, any extra energy to Bitcoin miners, you know, your flared gas or whatever that used to flare, now you're selling it to these, these Bitcoin miners. These Bitcoin miners are not, they're a financial institution that's not registered because they are transferring value. They're money transmitters. They're not KYCing. They're breaking the law. Hence, you're breaking the law since you're also mining Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, a lefty, a green guy who would love to just punish uh, the oil industry even more just would love this, right? They'd love this this take. And the Biden administration would love to figure out another another way to blame um, high electricity prices, high gas prices on anyone else besides Putin, because not a lot of people are believing the Putin story. And now they're blaming inflation, right? And Biden's trying to deflect from that. So any other reason that's like considered legitimate Biden would love. So yes, inflation is is also increasing the price of energy, but the Bitcoin miners aren't helping. In fact, they're hurting, you know, basic supply and demand. If these Bitcoin miners are there taking power, well, you know, they're also, they're bidding up 
you know, a, a, a resource that's needed. And so they're, they, what they're doing is a luxury, right? If Bitcoin mining should only exist in countries that are rich and countries that have energy freedom, not energy fascism, energy freedom. And the Bitcoin miners are not supporting energy freedom when they support going green, when they support the renewable energy uh, goals, right? They're, they're saying, uh, they're doing exactly the opposite thing they would need to, to do to have people want to support Bitcoin mining, right? I'm not about telling, you know, people what they can and can't use power for, but I have no problem banning Bitcoin mining. Why? Because they are energy fascists, because they are not allowing energy freedom. So their, 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 their policies of trying to go renewable, um, and embracing ESG, at least a big part of the Bitcoiners do this, uh, ensure that we're going to have higher energy prices and they're going the wrong direction as far as, you know, going towards more energy fascism. And so when, when energy gets more expensive, you know, people got to eat, people, people need shelter. These are crucial needs that need to be first addressed, right? From energy. And, and Bitcoin is just some, some icing on the cake that maybe if you have extra energy left over, it's cheap enough, right? You can maybe have a country that allows Bitcoin mining, but the, you know, the United States is no longer a first world country. Uh, we want to restrict how much energy we produce, meaning the price is going to be going up. People can't afford to cool, cool or heat their homes anymore. People can't even afford to, you know, the price of foods going up, right? So, um, sorry, but Bitcoin mining is a luxury. <laughs> it's not a necessity. And, you know, the, I don't feel bad for the Bitcoin miners because they're trying to set energy policy here. They're trying to increase the price of energy through their policy prescriptions. Uh, so I really don't feel bad about banning these people. You know, they should be banned, you know, and if they, if they don't want to be banned, they shouldn't try to try to interfere with setting energy policy. They shouldn't interfere with trying to go renewable, right? They shouldn't be attacking oil and gas and traditional fossil fossil fuels um, if they knew what was good for them. So um, these people um, definitely need to be politically crushed. Like, you know, even I'm telling you, even people that don't own any Bitcoin right now, which I don't, uh, have a legitimate say in what goes on in the Bitcoin community because what they do is affecting everybody, right? What they do is affecting everybody, and their their seizure of government, their lobbying of government. Uh, I don't know how anyone is still a Bitcoiner at this point. Like this movement disgusts me. It's disgusting. Right. It, it really is. You know, if you were around Bitcoin in 2013 or 2014, they weren't trying to seize government power. At least that's not what I heard. Right. And now that's all they talk about. Who we're lobbying, what laws we can pass to 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 benefit our little group. And it, it's just it's it's disgusting. And the lies they say about what Bitcoin is and what it's going to become. It's it's horrific. Um, and no one else is pointing this out. A lot of time you see critics of Bitcoin, they all come from the left, right? They're all coming from the left. Uh, that's what I see is a lot of people. Um, well, some people might be neutral, maybe libertarian type people, but there's not a lot of crypto criticism. It's just, it's, it's just, it's seen as this alternative camp. So if you, if you don't like what the Fed is doing, automatically you should be a Bitcoiner. No. Uh, that's not the case. I mean, you don't just get to criticize the Fed and scream about inflation and maybe you're correct in your, your 
diagnosis of what inflation is um, and how it's caused, you know, Fed money printing, but doesn't mean that you're right about your solution. That doesn't mean that the answer is Bitcoin. Uh, so uh, there's no reason to criticize this usually because there's no money in it. And that's why people probably don't do it. But um, but perhaps there can be money in it. You know, the traditional way to make money is shorting something. The traditional way to make money bashing something is to try to set up a law firm, right, that helps other people go after these people, these bad actors. Um, so um, perhaps, you know, my goal is to set up an easy way, like a robot lawyer way to sue some 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 Bitcoiners for fraud. Uh, so I'm still I'm still mulling that over. But I think that you could sue anybody who's prominent in the Bitcoin space for telling you to huddle because I think that that's a form of fraud. If you think that they've ever sold Bitcoin in the past and they're telling other people to huddle, uh, for instance, I think that you could accuse them, right, of, of basically lying, right, to say to a judge, I think that they've sold Bitcoin in the past. And then the judge just has to look at their bank account and, and see. And then if they're telling other people to huddle while they've been selling, bam. You know, that's 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 a pretty clear case of fraud um, and fraud is basically theft. It's deceptive theft. It's a form of theft. It's a criminal act. And you can either be prosecuted by the state or you can more likely what's going to happen is you're just going to have a bunch of civil lawsuits. Right. And you're going to have judgments against you if found guilty. Hopefully we can get a lot of uh, prominent Bitcoiners um, who, who say lies like about, you know, HODL, for instance, and other, other lies uh, for fraud. Um, but of course there have to be, there has to be real losses. So we need to see probably people lose a lot more money uh, before people are interested in going after uh, these people, these prominent Bitcoiners. But I hope the day comes. Um, I'm, I'm a libertarian and I, uh, I'm very justice minded. And this is what I think really pisses me off about this industry is I don't see it being principled. I don't like fraud, right? I'm justice-minded. I don't like theft. I don't like deception. And so I call it out when I see it. And even though a lot of these Bitcoiners are also consider themselves libertarians, um, if they're going along with this seizure of state power, right, they're, they're not really good libertarians or they're not principled enough. They care more about making money than they do about any kind of freedom goals. So in my mind, um, they're not real libertarians or they're just, you know, using, they're just pretending to be in order to get rich. So they're not any friends of mind of mine. And they'll set the movement back. Like if people think that Bitcoin and crypto represents capitalism, no, it doesn't. It's non-productive, right? It's, it's just a wealth transfer activity. So we don't want people on the left thinking that Bitcoin represents some kind of utopian, uh, it, this is the best part that capitalism can offer. No, because it, it doesn't. All, all that you've done is gotten lucky and participated in fraud yourself or, you know, rode the, the coattails of fraud that some of Bitcoin pumper has done and you just got lucky, right, to sell Bitcoin at a high, high price. But you haven't created anything of value. You've just participated in a wealth transfer. Uh, so this is a non-productive activity and capitalism is about being productive, Right. Uh, it's about producing something that we all need. It's about lifting living standards, right? By, by your productivity and your entrepreneurship in a voluntary fashion, right? It's not about getting rich off of lies and deception and dishonesty and fraud. That's not what capitalism is. 
It's not about unearned riches. It's not about just, just getting lucky gambling. That's not capitalism either. That's gambling. And so a lot of people from the outside will look at Bitcoiners and crypto industry and say, oh my gosh, like they got so, so rich, so lucky. They don't really deserve this. I feel like they didn't deserve their money. They didn't work for it. They didn't produce anything of value. And they're actually right. Like this part of the, the criticism from maybe the left or even the right, I guess, is correct in my mind. It doesn't represent capitalism. It doesn't represent real value creation. It's a non-productive activity. And because it's non-productive, it's unsustainable in the long run. This stuff will fail. I don't need to you know, go kill it myself or there doesn't need to be a big lobby group against Bitcoin and crypto. It will eventually die itself, die on its own. But if it dies on its own, will the victims of you know this wealth transfer activity who were on the wrong side of it, who perhaps were defrauded, uh, maybe not everybody was defrauded, but some people legitimately are conned into buying these things, told lies about it, which induces their buying. Uh, will these people even realize they're victims? Will they even realize that they can 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 uh, participate in private lawsuits? I mean, there's there's a lot of new lawsuits. Um, I've, I've saw a news story about there's a lot of new lawsuits coming coming out. You know, different different industries, especially like with NFT sales. <laughs> uh, there's 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 all kinds of class action lawsuits in the crypto industry that I hear about, but I never hear about resolutions, probably because they're quietly uh, paid off, <laughs> at least if they're small enough. Uh, because if they're public, you would hear about it and the, everything, everything, every conversation, all these businesses would have to open up their books and explain to the public right in a courtroom. And then it would be available to everyone to hear, uh, you know, the, the lies and deception of these, the, of these crypto businesses, the people offering these unregistered securities products, <laughs> these NFTs. So, uh, I, in my opinion, they're, they're probably fielding lots of private lawsuits. Some some businesses are at least the, the big ones, and they're just settling them quietly and making them sign like an NDA. But what I want to see, I want to see lawsuits going after per- people personally, like a Safe Adit, like a Sa- uh, Michael Saylor, um, a Dan Held, right, who's saying hodl. All of these people that are making lots of money promoting Bitcoin, they talk about Bitcoin twenty four seven, and they are they've definitely been caught lying, in my opinion. Um, I want to see, like, I want to build an app that specifically goes after these people. So it makes it easy. Like, if you look at this this app called Do Not uh, Pay, it's, it, it, it describes itself as a robot lawyer that just makes it easy to um, initiate a lawsuit against a company. And it's usually a company that you want to get, you know, resolve your parking tickets or you want to resolve, um, you know, spam mail. You want to stop the robocalls and you're threatening, like, a lawsuit and they sort of help you... Um, with this. Uh, so the idea is that you could, you could start a business like that, that help people go after certain individuals and companies, uh, and start, start, um, a lawsuit because it's very difficult to hire a lawyer. It's very expensive. Um, so if you could just flood these Bitcoin people, these pumpers with, with all kinds of lawsuits, what are they going to do? Like they're going to have to, at least they're going to, uh, annoy the hell out of them, right? They're going to have to hire somebody to deal with this. They're going to have to address these claims and maybe you can even really take one to court. Maybe a judge will let you take one all the way to court. I don't know. Uh, but it's just an idea I had. And um, I think these people should be punished. I mean, I think that they should, they, they shouldn't be able to keep their ill-gotten gains and they should be uh, punished for, for fraud. So anyways, that was a long rant. 
if anyone has any questions, um, feel free to, to ask or even challenge me on, uh, on anything I've said. But I will continue to rant against the Bitcoin industry and especially against Senator Loomis's bill, which I haven't even dissected all of it. Um, just, just, just the tax portion of it, really. But I'm very interested in securities laws and what she's trying to do here, which she's trying to basically claim that most of these assets are commodities and even give a sort of a safe space, something she invented called an ancillary asset, which is like, uh, it, it, it reads like it's between a commodity and a security and that you have to give certain disclosures to the SEC every two years, but you, but it's not going to be regulated by the SEC. So she's, she's trying to desperately, um, get, remove any kind of possible, um, um, regulation from the SEC that the crypto industry sees as a very, very real threat. Because if the SEC starts regulating all these exchanges, uh, the crypto industry is worth way less because the crypto, all these cryptos only are valuable to the extent that you can transfer uh, to trade them, right? Uh, and get real dollars out of them. And if the SEC is coming into these exchanges, they're going to have a lot more uh, laws to have to deal with, right? And it's going to be harder to list tokens, you know, Kraken isn't going to be able to just easily list an airdrop Luna 2 to its customers and say, well, we don't really stand by this Luna 2. Jesse Powell was caught saying, well, we don't really endorse Luna 2, but we're still going to list it, right? And by listing it, they had to, it was this airdrop thing because they were giving this Luna 2 to the holders, previous holders of Luna 1. Uh, so basically, in my opinion, if an exchange is helping airdrop a new token, they're also uh, the issuer, right? So, so you could accuse Kraken and Jesse Powell of securities fraud, where they helped list an airdrop, uh, Luna 2, even just, you know, this was, just, this happened like a week ago. Uh, so in my opinion, Jesse Powell should be prosecuted. Kraken should be prosecuted. Uh, they're, they're violating many, 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 many laws, in my opinion. Anyways, okay. So I'm going to leave it here.